Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Best of Five. Mike's back. We're excited about that. Uh, tonight on the show, we're going to do so a wheel. Well, we missed you, bud. It was lonely. That's like on the by desk. far the nicest introduction <laughs> I've ever gotten. Wow. Well, now you're ruining it and it's never going to happen again. But tonight on the show, we're going to talk about all kinds of shit that happened over the weekend. Uh, of course, all the E3 announcements that you're very excited about uh, The Hero. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super excited for The Hero. <laughs> and uh, of course, Street Fighter League. Luigi. Guiji, I think the E3 begins and ends at Guiji, if you ask me. Um, so we're gonna have the show like we always do. We will be joined by Steve and John a little bit later. But first, we have an interview with a friend of ours, FTC and esports photographer Chris Bond. Chris, you're on the air, bud. Thank you for joining us. Hey, man, what's going on? Not a whole lot. Now, people might be like, "Hey, why is Chris on the show?" And or <laughs> they might be saying, "Hey, I recognize that guy. Where do I know him from?" Well, if you've been to any important FTC event in recent memory, you've probably seen Chris behind a camera taking badass photos, putting out really good albums of it. That's the guy. Um, I think your Facebook profile picture, if I'm not mistaken, is a picture yeah, by Chris. Twitter, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're excited to have Chris on. Again, back to the question, why do we have Chris on? Well, if you were paying close attention to non-traditional YouTube media that was also featuring FGC content. <laughs> that was a Fine Brothers Entertainment video that had, I believe the premise was Snake Eyes, Daryl Snake Eyes Lewis, Red Bull athlete, was on an episode of that show on YouTube wherein he was behind the scenes controlling Geef and then there was people in front of the camera, and one of the guys was pretending to be Geef, and it was hilarity ensued because he was bopping everybody, but in reality it was Snake Eyes. Now, it was a fun mm -hmm. video, it came out, a lot of positive response, except for the fact that they used one of Chris's photos and didn't credit them. Now, I ask myself, why is it that a massive channel like Fine Brothers Entertainment that has millions and millions and millions of views can't chuck my boy some dollars? Do it right. And, and don't tell me that they didn't know that that's the way it should be done. Come on now, right? It's not their first time around the block. Chris, did, did, did I encapsulate it right, or what did I miss there? I mean, I think that pretty much sums it up, uh, Efren, is that, um, you know, of course, you know, huge shout-out to Snake Eyes and, of course, you know, his sponsor, Red Bull. You know, he's always, he's always out there grinding, not just, you know, out in the tournament scene, but, of course, you know, he's always, you know, has the, the, uh, the luxury and opportunity to do these media projects. And... You know, discovering that was was a surprise because I never heard of who I, they were, you know, and I, 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 I get that. I get how media is. Yeah. It, it, sometimes it's hard to recognize all these media platforms. When I looked at it, I was just like, after watching some of the footage, I'm like, hey, that's my photo. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Do you remember where you were? How did that go down? When you Or did somebody send it to you? Or did you just no. like randomly click on it? Or how did it go? No, I, I actually was home at the time um, because it did happen over the weekend. You know, just giving full disclosure here. Um, I discovered it sometime, sometime between early morning, afternoon, somewhere around there, and, um, and it was just an accident. I discovered it on Facebook of all places and whatnot. So I was like, "Oh, this is cool." You know, Snake Eyes is a new video. Like, wow, maybe I, I must have missed this because I didn't see anybody else really retweeting it on my timeline. I just happened to stumble across it. So when I looked at it, I was like, oh, cool, let me check this out. You know, this sounds like a cool thing. It, you know, I think we all remember and stuff, Combo Fiend did something uh, similar and stuff for uh, for in the game. So I was like, oh, this is cool. This is like a nice throwback, except it has snake eyes. So I'm watching all the footage and as I'm sitting there, I'm watching the footage. And then, you know, once he reveals himself, hi guys, you know, it's me. Uh, you know, they're like, oh yeah, you know, so, they're asking about his history, and he's just like, oh, well, you know, and he starts to give his bios, and then, boom, 
And I recognized it right away because, like, that photo was taken this year at Texas Showdown. So, um, you know, quick spoiler, of course, for anybody that hasn't seen it by now, the Texas Showdown logo is right there. Mm-hmm. It's right there. I'm like, what? So I knew I already knew that it was mine. And because I discovered it on Facebook, I didn't even see, like, my name. So, um, yeah, it, it totally took me by surprise and stuff. I, you know, as I'll probably tell you a little bit later, I ended up discovering that there was a a more fuller version that discovered that showed my name. But the bottom line was that no one contacted me. And, and they cut your name well. out, right? They, they basically cropped your name out of the thing. And again, that's where we're going with all this is like, um, obviously, if you use somebody's image, you're supposed to give them attribution. And if you're doing it right, you pay for them, right? And, and not only that, you have a website wherein this picture is for sale, right? And, yep. and to go even further, you have the ability to see if a picture has been downloaded. Um, and uh, so I guess walk me through that part of it, right? How did they get this image? So, so, um, so it's no secret you know, to a lot of people that are familiar with my work. Um, recently, I had rebranded the website. website used to, the branding, everything used to be called, you know, put that back. And then I decided uh, early last year that I was going to, branded as Chris Bond Photography, and then I ended up changing platforms. I used to host a lot of stuff on SmugMug. Um, I now use a, a, a platform that's hosted by Pass Gallery um, that was recommended by another photographer. So uh, so basically, if I enable the option, because the only photos that typically are not available for download are those that I was contracted by Red Bull. So for everything else, unless it's disclosed in black and white, hey, uh, you know these photos are ours, the public is free to take those photos and download them as they see fit for social media purposes. Profile pictures such as you know, Donkey uses and numerous people have used. So you're able to, to download a web version of that photo. If you decide to get a web, um, a high-end version, you would pay like roughly like $10.50. But to get a web-ready version, you can freely download that and that's that. Um, so they apparently went ahead and did that. And I didn't discover that it was downloaded until actually after I had ever discovered that he used it. Mm-hmm. I went back and I looked and I said, well, maybe there's a download log or something. And sure enough, I had a wrap up because that's what my, my host does. He basically tell you, here's all the photos that have been downloaded, you know, on such and such day. So, oh, no, I just did an event in Denver and people have been going there and they downloaded. So that's what they did. You know, there's no um, there's no way that they could have actually obtained a photo of that type of resolution unless they would have taken a screen capture, which is, believe it or not, has happened before as well with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, we're talking about this because I think it's important because I guess in the grand scheme of things, the FGC is, you know, not like massive, right? Um, So it's like when they come after the little guys, it's like, hey, man, we got to band together and we got to help each other out. Um, So then what happens? Because if you try to see the video now, you can't. Um, No, you cannot. There's a copyright claim on it. It says Bond uh, has a copyright strike on it, and you can't see the video anymore. Which um, and, and there's a couple of things to get into here, but uh, as I mentioned to you before when we were talking, was like, I understand why you did it, and I'm glad that you did it, and I'm glad that you're sticking to your guns. But it also kind of sucks that there's a good video with Snake Eyes in it, and as a result of their bad practices, you know, the video is getting taken down, and they deserve it, right? I'm glad you did it, but. Um, but 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 I guess it's, it's kind of like uh, Snake Eyes is kind of a victim in this to a degree, in that no, it, uh, does, it, it does totally suck. It um um, 
wildness had been going on on uh, day one, so to speak, um, I reached out to Daryl like that same day. And uh, the first thing I made it clear was just like, look, I'm not coming after you. Like, I like the guy. I, I literally love Daryl. And any way that I could support him, like, I'm always willing to do that. On that same context, though, it's important for organizations like Fine Brothers to do the right thing. And, you know, and before, you know, just to make clear to just everybody watching, they eventually did reach out to me after the video was flagged because apparently nobody was available in the office and whatnot. As I was told, uh, the woman that spoke to me was friendly. I'm not going to pretend that she wasn't, but it was, I felt that the damage in that regard had already been done, especially since, you know, as I'm sure you've seen the, the apology, mm-hmm. you know, to, to me, after I saw that, it didn't feel as genuine as the conversation I had. And for it to be told that, well, we made a mistake or, you know, because somebody on the team didn't know any better, it's like, you know, you guys have been around the block. It's not like you just made it your media house. But I will go on a limb and start to, to acknowledge and, you know, to say that she wasn't malicious, but it's just as your brand represents, you still took something didn't belong to you without any type of consent. You didn't clear it with the tournament organizer. You didn't clear it with myself and would have probably even lessened the blow. Like if Daryl said, look, I gave it to them. I would have been like, Oh, okay, well, Hey, like, don't do that. But they just literally just took it. And it was like, Oh, well, well we didn't know it was a mistake. It's like, no, you, it's cause you got caught. Yeah. You know, you got caught and now we're doing this backpedaling, but I definitely did not want to do all of this for cloud or whatever. You know, it's something I've been very reluctant to do over the years, but it's just like it's really me just trying to protect what's mine because I don't need organizations big and small to think, hey, it's okay for us to do this and not compensate, you know, for that type of usage. Even if it is, you know, five seconds, 15 seconds, it doesn't matter. It's just it's the whole principle. You're, You're taking content that does not belong to you. Now, reception seemed pretty good on the FGC side. People seem to really back you up on that, which is always mm-hmm. scary, right? Because, like, there's there's always going to be that one guy who says, oh, you're just ruining the fun. You're killing the video. Like, right. fuck that Whatever. guy. Did that feel good? Do you feel like – how did you feel about the reception? It, it, it always feels good to know. I mean, I, I don't normally run around with my, with my car fact, so to speak, to say how long I've been in the scene. I mean, I started out as a competitor. Now I'm a content creator. I've obviously done a lot of things on the media side. But in spite of all of that, to still have the community come to come to the charge, so to speak, you know, without me telling them, hey, look, you know, go after these guys. Yeah, it's definitely a good feeling. Um, but again, just to reiterate, it, it was it, it was not my intention to to ruin. No, of course not. You know, the, the, the real prospect of why that video was created. It's good to see our scene projected in that type of light. So I never want to see that the scene uh tends to have more negative things that is skewed about how we should be perceived. You know, that was a really good, uh, a feel good sketch. It's just that it was just like, okay, you know, you guys should be at least paying for this and, and crediting, but to, to, to have the entire scene, no, on behalf of, of everybody that did so or retweeted or reached out to me in private. No, I, I totally thank all of you because, um, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're a family, you yeah. know, we're all a family and stuff. And it felt really good for everybody just to, you know, to, to come to my support like that. And, and I mean, you don't have to publicly go through your rates either, but like, it's not like you were going to charge these guys a thousand dollars for this photo. Right. I mean, it was yeah. probably a drop was, in the bucket for whatever they got view wise out of it. It was low. 
Um, it was definitely a low rate. I felt it was really reasonable and uh, whatnot. And it, it's just one of those things where I didn't really feel that I was doing this to make a huge spectacle out of things and whatnot, you know, or to get more followers. Like I, I, I'm very, I'm very conscious about that. I try not to jump into a lot of political affairs. It's just like, look, I just, I just want you guys just to do right by me. That's it. And I could have done more. I could have been like, yeah, you know, I charged this and that. I could have went through the whole thing verbatim. And I really didn't do that. I, I felt that the whole entire time I was very professional about how I handled this and stuff. So, you know, so for them, if they interpret it as just like, hey, look, you're just trying to make a scene and whatever. I, I mean, put yourself in my shoes. What would you do if you were me? And, right. and we know numerous content creators that are in our own scene, both FGC and Smash uh, and whatnot, that have been wronged. You know, content just being used without people's consent. It's just me just Huge trying to, right now, yeah. you know stick up for what I have. Um, you know, I, I hate to bring you on and just talk about like a, a negative experience that you had. Right. But I think it's important. And I'm glad that you're talking about it. Um, yeah. But the uh, one thing I want to disclose real quick too, is, uh, I just want to give a huge thank you and shout out to, to Ultra David because, um, mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's helped me to, to walk through this process the whole step of the way. Uh, I, I find that he's a very huge asset, you know, for our community, for, you know, Anything that basically is within either the gray areas or just plain black and white or something that's wrong, uh, how he's able to step in and intervene to, to the best of his ability. And so, so you know, it's always unfortunate when we run these type of things and stuff, but I'm, I'm very glad to, to have someone like him in my corner. Absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned that. And again, shout out to Ultra David because it's like when you need help, uh, you could kind of, you know, fumble your way through it. Or go to somebody who has the knowledge and um, shout out to David, who it seems he's, he does this all the time, right? He helps people out, whether it's a contract, an esports contract, or this situation where somebody's stolen your content. Um, we're going to wrap up the interview, and I'm really grateful that you came on to talk to us about it. And, uh, and it sounds like it, it wasn't a satisfactory conclusion to the whole situation, but um, shout outs to you for standing your ground and, and, and making a stand here. Hopefully, uh, this type of thing is, you know, it's like, it's one chip away at, at, at this problem, right? And, and right. It's, it's a footnote maybe in the grand scheme of things, but shout-outs to you and what you were able to do. Um, where can people see your work? Uh, where can they follow you, and where will you be next? Oh, okay. So uh, so my work primarily is showcased on chrisbond.net. That is uh, generally where you would see all the galleries from uh, both past and present, such as the ones that I just recently uh, uh, did, not only here in Colorado for Locals Denver, but also in Texas Showdown, of course. Uh, my portfolio for anyone that's looking to contract me or just likes to see, you know, just the front page can follow me at uh, chrisbond.com. And of course, as for social media purposes, I'm primarily active on Twitter and Facebook, uh, which my handle is Bonism. So that's B-A-H-N-I-S-M. And is there anything that we didn't ask you about that you want to mention uh, before we let you go? Um, I, th I think that pretty much uh, s summarizes everything. What, what, what did you I, think I, of, uh, of Banjo-Kazooie being revealed today at the Nintendo Oh, Direct? man, that's... That, that's pretty fire, man, because I, I know, you know, that's such an iconic pair of characters and stuff. So to see Rare, you know, stepping in and doing the type of collaboration, um, it's it's really exciting to see that. I think more people will be excited seeing uh, those guys than the hero character from Dragon Quest. <laughs> that's a good point, man. Chris, yeah. thank you so much for being on the show and sharing us some of your time. And uh, good luck going forward. And I look forward to seeing uh, your next the next pictures you make. 
Yeah, hopefully uh, I'll see you guys in Texas if you come out for a low tier city. Otherwise, I uh, uh, hope to see you guys all at Evo. Right on, yep, man. Yep. Thank you, Chris. Right. Take care. All right, so we're going to bring on uh, shout-outs to, to Chris for coming on. That really does suck, dude. And it's like such horseshit in this day and age to pretend like, oh, uh, you know, we didn't think there'd be a problem. Or, oh, it we made did a no Google sense search, to me because he was or... pretty civil the whole time. And it was like, why don't they just you, you, do you, it? you know what pissed me off was then they put out a tweet, oh, thank you for Chris Bond being so, you know, we just want to support the FTC. And it's like, well, then fucking support them, dude. <laughs> Pay for the fucking picture. What's the matter with you? I, they, know, I, I guarantee you they... That video alone, had it not been taken down, would probably make thousands of dollars alone yeah. uh, from the ad revenue. And it's like, dude, give the dude what he's asking for. Um, it's only right. Speaking of what's only right, can't be best of five without the boys. You we're know, being, we're being told the boys aren't here yet. <laughs> Are the boys here? Elon, what's going on? Did we lose John? I, I said, hold on. Jeez, In that with the boys picture of the Spider-Man villains, who's everyone? Oh, shit. Um, I'm the rhino. You got to be rhino. I think that I could be, uh, like, maybe... Uh, you're the star. The, the the Electro? Yeah, I think you're Electro. Okay, I'll be Electro. There's also, if I'm not mistaken, there's Vulture and Green Goblin is on there. So who who do you want to be? Which one of them Steve's boys is... Steve's oh, wait. Steve's rhino and I'm... Wait, it's because... Elon Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Am I not on this? Well, we're deciding. no. You're uh, you're the goblin. <laughs> that seems fair. We'll let the uh, we'll let the uh, the chat let us know. And also, apologies for uh, the curse words that I was letting fly. But it, it gets me heated, guys. How do you feel about the fact that the Fine Brothers, uh, famous for their re- wanting to uh, uh, copyright reaction videos and make that their own? Wait, did they try to copyright reaction? That's crazy. nobody could do a reaction video or they, call it a reaction video. They tried to trademark, trademark. the term react. In, in connection to React. Because that's like their chain. Kids react, adults react, YouTubers react. That's their thing. That's their shtick. And the internet reacted poorly to that. <laughs> I did not realize that they tried to pull that and then they didn't respond to Chris. Like, that makes the story that much better. That's hilarious. Um, but, uh, yeah, I hope. I mean, I hope that it doesn't happen again, but I'm 100% certain it will. All right, guys, so we're going to kick off the show as we usually do. We're going to have a recap courtesy of the man, the myth. Well, this, the I mean, the sad thing, just as one more note on this, the sad truth is that Chris is, is doing an important job because the more people that don't try to protect their shit, the more they get away with that and the more that they make it their business model. And mm-hmm. the reason they don't bother to pay him is because they know they can probably do it again with someone else and get away with it. So it's a big deal to, to fight it back. I couldn't agree with you more. I um, wish it didn't have to be, but it is. Gen-D. Okay, shout out to Big Daddy Jende. I've seen that argument on Twitter like a thousand times in the last like couple weeks. It's like, oh, Big Daddy Jende is ruining the scene. And then someone who I assume is a bot is like, no, he's like, he uploads them 30 minutes beforehand, which is the only thing that fits my schedule. And without him, Tekken would be ruined. So, yeah, it's always that argument back. Uh, is Big Daddy Jende the dude that gets like millions of views on Tekken replays? He just steals videos from Twitch and posts them and post links to his shirts that were like made in MS Paint. <laughs> it's one of the most genius business models I've ever seen. Is it Eris? Is it secretly Eris? Yeah, it's Eris. <laughs> it's actually Eris in combination with Ultra David. They have, they are they are Smart. big daddy gender. That's an unbeatable ba- so Yeah, it's scary man. <laughs> he's he's ripping the content and then also giving you advice on how horrible that is and how to handle it. Maybe I'm part of it too. Who knows? Um, he's he's creating the the demand and he, he's creating the supply. 
<laughs> That's a James Bond villain if I ever heard of one. <laughs> hey, and thank you for being in the chat and agreeing. Uh, and oh, no. Before we go on, uh, Zalbag Boov resubscribed a little earlier. Razal Gul subscribed? Yeah. Right. Right. It's actually Rachel Gul. Yeah. No, has anyone Gould. ever seen someone wear a Big Daddy Jende shirt at like a tournament? Let's find out. We need to start doing it. Maybe we could go. I would buy uh, four of them right now as a joke, but I don't want to support him. So like, I don't. <laughs> maybe I'll make my own and see if he'll copyright claim me. That would be interesting. <laughs> Yo, these I'm sure he does not have a copyright on his own Big Daddy um, shirt. Maybe we could go through Chris Bond's photo galleries and see if anybody's wearing a Big Daddy Jenda shirt. Because he does <laughs> also does the important job of documenting what happens at those events. All right, guys. Let's actually get into the show here. Um... Am I mistaken? <laughs> was there some Street Fighter Five League happening at E3 today, and is that relevant to the overall thing, or was it just like an exhibition? Just an exhibition. Okay. You're right. Uh, I was arguing with Alon. He was saying, I thought the finale was at CEO, and I'm like, nah, bro. I saw it right now. It was happening at E3. Yeah, suck it, Efren. Way to go on being wrong. Yeah, body. Way to, you know, give you credit. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> Next time, don't be wrong. I'll try. Okay. Um, so... Steve, if you would, a recap, sir. Sure. Let's talk about the Street Fighter League stuff that actually counts. Uh, round eight of the Street Fighter League took place or was aired this past Wednesday. Did it take place this past Wednesday? Let's assume it did. <laughs> uh, and the playoff picture became much, much clearer. Inferno, Storm, and Gale all picked up wins. Uh, all three of those teams clinched their spot in the playoffs. Uh, team so, uh, Toys Team Psycho, that's a mouthful, uh, they lost to officially confirm their place outside of the playoff picture. Uh, this coming week is going to be a key week because it's uh, the headline match will be Team Frost against Team Spirit. Team Spirit must win to have any chance of getting that fourth and final playoff spot. Otherwise, Team Frost will lock things up uh, heading into the final week. And as you mentioned, uh, Capcom also announced over the week or shortly after we went off the air that CEO will host the live finals of the Street Fighter League. Not to say that this is you know, live. <laughs> right. No, of course it is. Um, you know what's interesting? The uh, the one team that Team Psycho has defeated so far is indeed Team Storm, which is Idom, Samurai, and Classico. And um, you, now you have Team Inferno, and I trust you more than the people that make the uh, Street Fighter League, like that update the page. But they have Team Storm as first place, and you had Team Inferno as first place. Um, but it makes my point even bigger if Team Storm is in first place. So we'll give Steve. Answer for yourself. Uh, uh, because they have played each other, um, mm -hmm. the first tiebreaker is head-to-head, -head, and they both each won 3-1 to one in one of the games. So that's level. Then it goes to match difference, and according to my calculations, Inferno has the superior match difference as of now. I believe it. I believe it. Okay, Steve. <laughs> but go uh, ahead and make your point anyway. Okay. No, that was, my point, was that Team Psycho beat the best team currently but not really if you're going by steve's real statistics and <laughs> well that was the crazy right match where like just a kid or whatever beat a bunch of people just a kid yeah. i think oc beat them or at least brought that was that was what brought the barrel roll on and then that was team psycho's brightest moment they, they burned out early it's sad 
Hey, the the stars that uh, shine the brightest burn the shortest. Hey Whoa, guys, did Zalbag Boulevard? Yeah, he just uh, gifted a bunch of tier wow. one subs to Chaka Block, to Santa Pansu, to Drugacon, and Naughty Senpai sixty nine. Wow, those are some those are some killers in the chat. And the Ace Bokuto. Hey man, shout out to Zalbag Bolv, not to be confused with Rachel Ghoul. Thanks, buddy. Not to be confused with uh, Die by Sword. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Where's that guy been? Yeah, he's totally dropping the ball. I think we should all be mad at Die by Sword. He hasn't gifted a sub in like six months. Yeah, yeah. Steve's been like eating sawdust with milk for breakfast. It's been. He's given himself, he's earned himself some vacation. What <laughs> a man. Sleep. Did you remember what the ultimate count was at on uh, how many he gave away? It was over 100, right? Yeah, I think it was 101 specifically. <laughs> and then he I bowed recall. out gracefully. Can't I like how that. one of those was Donka. Yeah, he more gifted one. one to Donka. <laughs> <laughs> I think every he's month. Going- he also gifted he, one to you, if I'm not mistaken. No, that can't be right because, you know, he did. Um, but now I'm a, I'm a proud supporter. Hey, are you getting my feed, by the way? Because we got some, some Daigo claps, boy. I love the evolution of Daigo as, like, a star, where he went from, like, this, like, kind of cold-blooded killer that like came to all the tournaments and won them to like this dude who fell asleep on benches and like didn't have much of a media presence to now he's just like streams out of his you know house or apartment or whatever doesn't move much and and, and just rakes it in love that he yeah. stayed very speaking true of raking it in tubs jerry just gave us 500 bits thanks dog bits. thank you tubs i think i appreciate your bits um do you know that some estimates put what Daigo rakes in a year at well over $500,000? I did not know that, but it doesn't surprise me from what I... I just heard a number one time that there was going to be like a Daigo statute, statue in Japan and like the number to be a sponsor logo on Daigo's jacket in the statue was, was mind-boggling. What was if it? Daigo... Are, are, are we sure that's an actual statue and not just something that... Someone is building and putting in their closet. Yeah, the the fact that I don't know where the statue is, why I don't want to talk more about. It, but I just remember hearing that number, and it was it was it was a lot. If Daigo is really making that kind of money now, just like matter of fact, then we were recently speaking of the Event Hub's team. We we're trying to come up with uh, what's kind of going on in the community and stuff, and somehow we got to the idea that sometimes a player will hit a certain point of success and go, "Yeah, I've done it. I'm good. I'm good." I don't need to try as hard anymore, and then they'll kind of fall off and, and whatnot. If you're Daigo and you're bringing in 500 or more thousand a year just by being Daigo, it's like maybe just like I'm good. I'm good. You know? No, get, he's got to – because then, you know, how quickly we forget in this modern era of the internet, like Daigo who? That guy from that VHS video where he parried and people got excited? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I and the same person, I want to say who it was because a credible source said that Justin Wong makes around 500k a year, and Daigo makes way bit more than that, potentially up to double a million dollars a year. Those oh, are the only two guys that could do it, that. though. Yeah. Those are, yeah, because they're the only ones. We don't have any sort of, like, I don't know if those numbers are real or not, but, like, we don't have really this sort of fan infrastructure to support this idea of the FGC celebrity outside of just like one or two. So you've got Justin, you got Daigo, and that's about it. 
soon to be Sonic Fox. Sonic Fox is a whole nother factor. Yeah, but. oh, actually, that's a that's a that's a curious one, right? Anyway, uh, we're in the middle of a recap here, gentlemen, and uh, if I recall, we had an interview at the top of the show, so we need to get to it so that we can talk about the most important revelation of E3, which was Guiji. Yes, let's get to Guiji. Speaking of Nintendo, uh, they actually kicked off their E3 festivities with the 2019 Nintendo World Championships. Oh, I was that so included in this. Uh, they that included some stuff with uh, Mario Maker 2 and Splatoon 2, but it also included the International 3B3 Invitational uh, for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and that was won by Team Japan, who took it over Team Europe in the finals. Uh, so congratulations to Zachary, Akasa, Konbu, and Kudo. USA finishing third, and Australian New Zealand finishing fourth. Sorry, guys. Um, Do you remember Polt? I'm trying to remember. Do you remember Polt? Polt, the Korean StarCraft player? No, Polt or Gust. He used to go to UFO. He went to UT. I don't actually remember him, no. Well, he was like one of the best Phoenix Wright players in MVC3. And he was in this as well. It's ringing a bell. You know, I was actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm looking at it and I don't follow the scene too closely, but I don't recognize a ton of these names on here. No, it was interesting, right? Because it was like, I don't know how the Japan, Europe, and Australia qualifiers went, but in the U.S., it was you played an online qualifier in your region to get on your region's team. And then all the regional teams played each other in some U.S. Open in order to see which region would represent the U.S. So, like, the, the U.S. team is three people who won online qualifiers that all live in the southeastern United States. So... It's not necessarily going to be the three best players in the world. It's the three guys who won online qualifiers, and most of them are pretty good, but part of the reason Team Japan won is they had Zachary, who of that group of 16 players is like 30 times better than the next guy. Who was he using? Uh, they, they had a very interesting format where the first round was like a round robin where you played one 1v1 match and then one 2v2 match. And interesting. That seeded you into the playoffs where you played squad strike matches, which are where you pick three or four characters and you change every stock automatically. Mm. So you had to be good with multiple characters was part of the uh, the deal. Interesting. Okay. So he played a lot. He beat the shit out of everyone. It wasn't close. <laughs> and and, and I, th- I believe the preliminary rounds also had items on. They, are, they all had. The whole tournament had items on. <laughs> yeah. They were so, on very I mean, low this, or something, but it was it was a pretty casual. Did, did that make it more entertaining or less entertaining? I thought it was fun as hell, to be honest. Squad Strike with items on was wild. There were games lost to bomb bombs falling. And <laughs> it, w- it would have been horrifyingly maddening the way some of these people lost. I mean, this is sort of how Nintendo wants to do it. They don't want no items, Fox only, Final Destination to be the first thing they everyone thinks of when they think of Smash. So they want to, you know, they want to somewhat embrace the Smash pro-playing community, for lack of a better term, but they want to kind of keep it at arm's length so they can control uh, the main idea of of what Smash is uh, to the casual viewer. I haven't played Smash with items in so long, but I just thought back to using the hammer against my little sister in (laughs) Smash 64, and there was no better feeling, especially if you were on a stage where they couldn't escape, you know, up somewhere. 
it was that was so sick. And maybe we all should play with items on just a little bit more often. I agree with you. Yeah. I'm with you, John. All right, don't tell the Smash players that. There was a that was a saga. <laughs> don't throw Keats, crabs Keats versus the world was a brawl era saga where Keats tried to make the brawl players play with items on, <laughs> and it did not. It did not end well. Uh, where are we taking us next, Steve? Uh, speaking of sagas, let's talk about the online event for the pro competition. This was the first of three online events that are part of the Mortal Kombat 11 Pro Competition. And that was won by Emperor Combat, who beat Sonic Fox. Uh, actually, Dragon sent Sonic Fox to losers earlier in the tournament. Uh, came back through the winners or through the loser's side, beat Combat in the first set, but Combat ran it back in the reset to get the win. The big, big story coming into this was uh, online quality. You know, av ever since the latest hotfix, there have been tons of reports of lag spikes, of matches being unplayable. There was some concern whether or not they would actually play this out. Uh, WB came out and said that, you know, we've investigated. We believe everything is working properly except for the leg or the Wi-Fi icons being mistakenly uh, displayed at some points, but it, they, it, they, it they, felt they different it to me, but it could have been pure placebo. You mentioned that I went online and the match felt like shit, but maybe it just gave me an excuse. Right. Know. But like, so they said, cause if you're playing and the connection starts crapping out, you'll see a little icon appear in the middle bottom of the, of the screen. And they're saying, Oh, that's what the error is. That's just, happens to be appearing more, but it doesn't actually correlate to a drop in ping or whatever the hell you would call it. it sounds like some horse shit. Well, people are saying it 100% is noticeable. And, I mean, Mortal Kombat 11 has been good. I've had little bits of lag here and there, and I haven't I haven't really played since that update, so I, I guess I haven't tested it, which I probably should if I'm going to be talking about it on the show. But anyways, um, yeah, but there have been a ton of, of responses um, especially, um, what was the first place that was posted was on a uh, Reddit and they WB games or, or WB will, I think mm -hmm. it is post there and said, you know, the fix was what you said. And just everyone immediately after that said, no, it's a real thing. It's not just the, the icon, or maybe I've seen the icon when there wasn't lag, but there certainly is more now, which is terrible because like it was, it was not only great for mortal Kombat and other realm that they're, that they're, uh, their internet or their their net code was like the best thing that's ever been done in a fighting game before. Uh, it was good for the entirety of the the fighting community. Sorry, my cat's crazy. Um, and uh, and it, so it was a good look there. And now if that's if that was like a, a one and a half month thing, and now it's over, that would be so terrible. Showbiz well, fifty four in our chat says the patch today said fixed rare online desynced desyncs ranked is first to two now in combat league. We'll be replacing rank soon. Yeah, ranked is the that's another big change with that. You know, going from first to three, first to uh, first to two, uh, in this whole discussion of should this game be first to three, first to two at tournaments? Uh, you know, this is <laughs> by John. If, <laughs> crap, hang on. <laughs> yeah, ranked I, is now first to two, and it has like <laughs> Street Fighter slash other game style leagues. I am not actually in the Infinite Azure. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn, dude, this whole time. time. Look what's happening. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> I'm blaming the cat. The back for that mean thing you said earlier. <laughs> well, the other story going to this tournament was actually the guy who got fourth place, Ninja Killer 212. 
who is a kid, a young kid who plays only online. Um, he supposedly owns the two top ranked accounts on Mortal Kombat. And the whole week leading up to this, he'd just been kicking top players' asses on stream under, like, pseudonym accounts. Mm -hmm. So, like, Sonic Fox got bodied. Deoxys got bodied. They were all hyping him up. And apparently he can't come out to the Pro Tour events because he's not 18 yet. And there's some clause <laughs> This in the isn't rules. a wonderful story. I don't believe it at all. But this is an amazing, like, legendary this story. This is that all supposedly true. And he did get fourth. It was, like, I mean, he's obviously quite good. So... Did he have to get a permission slip to compete in this online tournament? I'm not sure. Signed by Mama Combat or Mama Killa, I guess. Um, but like that Sonic, Sonic offered to sponsor him on Twitter, but people keep saying he can't go to the events. I don't know how that all works out. Um, pretty interesting. They should have an option to remove fatalities, blood, and brutalities so that he can participate. I think that's the only reason. Oh, apparently people are saying that you need a signed waiver, and he has gone to an online event, offline event before. Right on. Okay, um, that's exciting, and it is cool to see new blood, and that is, when it works right, that's the power of the online tournament, is that people that you wouldn't otherwise see. Who was it that subbed? Blue... Five, six, one. Yo, follow Anime FGC News on Twitter. That if you want to learn anything about what's going on in the world of Blaze Blue, of any of the Arxis games, uh, they've got that on lock. And Blue is one of the people who runs that account. So thank you for that. Okay, let's uh, let's keep it going here with the recap so we can get to Guiji. Yes, let's do that. Uh, speaking of online tournaments, there was one for the Capcom Pro Tour. This was the Eastern European event, and it was an all-Norway grand final. Phenom getting the win over Veggie. Nothing new for him. This is his third straight win in an online event. Uh, so he continues to dominate the online scene. Uh, one of your friends, John. Yeah, is that the best yes. player at Event Hubs, Majin Tianjin Han? <laughs> I'm interviewing him tomorrow on the <laughs> podcast because and not only he's an Alex player. Uh, he plays a little Ibuki as Have well. Have you ever gotten fifth at a ranking Ibuki. event, John? What's up? Have you ever gotten 10 points at once? I have never. I've won a Capcom Pro Tour event, but it was in Street Fighter 4. Yeah, that's not the same. John, <laughs> this, this is fucking this this is, so no one can debate him on it. <laughs> John, we want you on the show, pal. <laughs> Um, okay, we can cut back to uh, Steve here. Am I back? Me. Yep, you're back. Back Damn, again. Dude, what was the last thing I said? You were talking about how you won a Street Fighter 4 online yeah, event. Yeah, in Street Fighter 4. But as far as, uh, I think I got like two points from an online event one time, uh, like a year or two ago. I don't know. Steve would know better than I would. <laughs> Steve, what did I do? <laughs> tell me Tell me what my past is. Okay, uh, but this one had Phenom, Veggie, Atrosh, Rash, Ras, and Imagine Tension Han, Sunmate. Arrow Crater, Dr. Gulag. Where's our boy place. Swag Skeletor? That's a good question. <laughs> Didn't he used to do yeah, well uh, in the Europe East events? Uh, yeah. He, I think he was a little farther down in these standings. I I don't remember off the top that of my head. That was always my favorite name. It was, it, was a, it was a top tier name. Let's see the cat. Let's see the culprit here. Meow. This is Bubs. Hey, Bubs. Bubs. Bubs, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think about <laughs> CPT online events? You know what was crazy? I thought there was um, 
uh, was it Phenom didn't use any Nikali. It was like Karen. Was it M Bison? The other one? Or Gaia? Yeah, he's like on Karen and Bison mostly now, from what I understand. Yeah. And we finally see Machibo like break the mold and actually get some wins with Nikali. Plays top eight fairly consistently, and, and no sooner does that happen than uh, Phenom apparently moves away from him. Nikali's broken. So yeah. obviously we know that. Um, what else we got other than online events? Did anything else happen, Steve? Uh, there was a pretty big event in uh, at the Taipei Major this past weekend. It was part of three different international pro tours. Let's start with the Capcom Pro Tour. Uh, it was won by Fujimura, who took it over Fudo, which means Fudo finished second yet again. <laughs> it is the tenth time he is he has finished second at in a CPT event in the Street Fighter V era. Always a bridesmaid. He only has one win. So the meme continues. Um, who was Bunchan using? I missed this. It was on like at 6 a.m. Yeah. I, uh, he did a lot of Sagat. Did was he it use, all Sagat? Or? Sagat it was Sagat Karen. and Karen. I don't know what the spread was. The, the reason I no, ask is because if it was Sagat, I'm going to go back. I'm going to watch all of it. Well, my intention want to see was Sagat. Sagat first. So that's probably an indicator either that the amount that he was watching used Sagat or that he used Sagat in top eight and he didn't see before him. But maybe it was a lot of Sagat. Sick. Um, yeah, people are saying that he used exactly as you said. Sagat, the majority of the tournament, Karen top eight. Mm-hmm. Cool. So... Uh, it was also part of the Tekken World Tour, uh, and it was a good weekend for Japan on this end. Double ended up with the win, completing a Japanese sweep of the top three, uh, with Chikorin in second and Naroma third. We have yet to have a repeat winner uh, in terms of if you only count if you discount the dojo events. We haven't had anyone win two events yet. This season, which was which is pretty impressive. Yeah, I, uh, I'll go ahead. I have no problem with that. I think that's great. And I'm not like I just remember like the second a third player won a tournament in Street Fighter Five, it was viewed as like this is the most inconsistent garbage <laughs> ever. And in Tekken, it's like oh fuck yeah, dude! Everyone difference winning so exciting. And it's just <laughs> like not that I have any problem with that. And Tekken's probably a way better game than Street Fighter Five, but. People have to like pay attention to how biased they're being. Fair enough. There were some, there were some like what you were getting at that it's a better game or whatever. But this is also early Street Fighter Five with the full eight frames of lag and before all of the changes that we've seen. So there's also that. So, also uh, worth pointing out that the uh, Gen uh, player that uh, came over here really young, like when he was 14, and got grand finals in the last uh tekken tag 2 evo uh he got this was his first event uh since he got sponsored by team liquid and he made top six so congratulations to him also the rest of the top 16 which got cut off for some reason was you and ulsan so apologies for that uh kicking it over to the dead or alive six World Championship. This you can was see him there. Won. Now let's move on. <laughs> God damn, y'all killing me. Um, 
But yeah, Japan sweeping the top four. Same top four as KVO, but in reverse order. So it's going to be a tight fight going down to the wire. Remember, the top three in the standings qualify uh, for the world championship. It's so hard for me to talk without making bad jokes. Hey, but May is going to be in Dota Live 6 now, I think, right? My. My. And and Kulo, which were Kula. That cool. <laughs> oh boy. I know what's on your mind, Steve. <laughs> that you was, said my. That was a very poorly timed mispronunciation. <laughs> tremendo. Steve? Uh can we talk about what's coming up this weekend? <laughs> Kulo. Yeah. I think I think Kulo has been in DOA, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Kulo in that one, dude. All right, so let's go to what's going on. That's no this announcement. Weekend. Oh God. Okay. Translate. Speaking of Kulo, this weekend. God. Uh, Mortal Kombat Week Seven of the E League Showdown on Wednesday, Thursday, Round Nine of the Street Fighter League. Key key matchup uh, for playoff positioning, playoff qualification. You have the Smash Summit this week for Melee. That starts on Thursday. Uh, You have this weekend also a couple of CPT events in Fighter Spirit and Reflect. Fighter Spirit also part of the Arc Revo World Tour. And then uh, you also have a Master event on the Tekken World Tour Fighting Games Challenge out in Poland. Uh, Streams for most of those are still to be announced, so check my Twitter for that information. Hey, Chris Bond in the chat says there's also an event in Colorado. If you tell us what it is, we will say it out loud. Um, cool, man. Thank you for that recap. That was lovely. In particular, your Freudian slip. God damn. I am. Oh, man. You got butt cheeks on the mind? Is that what's going on? <laughs> I got a lot on my mind right now. <laughs> but you do. All right. Uh, let's talk about other topics. Uh, we are talking about Street Fighter Five League Finals being at CEO. We talked about, uh, well, I don't know if we mentioned it, but the Smash Online Cup was announced and the winner goes to Evo. I wrote down here that we got more info on Shang Tsung uh, from the Combat Cast. I thought it was cool. People are excited. He's got his look from the movie with the cool jacket. Uh, I mean, yeah, you go back and watch the Combat Cast. Uh, it's worth it if you're interested uh, because they broke down the character. Did they mention, I don't know if, any, if you guys watched it, but did they mention which are the ones that are the tournament viable? Uh Loadouts. The one that they showed where he's old and has the extra fireball, I think that was the one that they noted was a tournament variation. Um, and then they didn't say either way if the other one after that was. And it's not going to matter, at least in the immediate uh, future, because these characters are not going to be, or Shang Tsung is not going to be eligible for CEO. Because per the pro competition rules, character has to be out at least a month in order to be so it's going to be evo the first time we see uh shang Tsung. that's wild that's going to be some wonky fun results hopefully um could be good could be fantastic those are the only options they're at the point where it looks like they're probably not going to patch the game until after evo which i'm perfectly happy with i think that's fine the big question i have is i think the question a lot of people have which is they said that they were going to add more variations and they were going to switch up tournament variations as they saw for balance sake and for, you know, variety's sake. And that's what I'm really interested to see because there are characters that are totally different, right, than they are right now and totally more viable. 
if you give them some different stuff. I wish that they're yeah. I'm I'm trying to make Kotalcon work, and it's uh, Character's terrible. It's it, it's uphill. Um, but you know, dude, I've been watching I, the Team Spooky streams. And one of the few truly awful characters in my opinion. Well, listen, dude, I'm trying to make them work, all right? We'll see what happens. I'm trying to make Aaron Black work, and it's like impossible <laughs> not to. I went to my <laughs> yeah, and played for the first time, and I haven't played the game in like maybe a week and a half. And and usually I'm just playing like the crypt and grinding towers. And uh, so basically, I play Aaron Black, and I just do high-low mix-ups from full screen because you can, and then pepper in sometimes you know one or two other moves. And I lost once all night. Once all night to my local crew, and it was uh, it was sad. Hey, uh, Bonism mentioned the event that's happening in Colorado, uh, Bruising Battles Three, hosted at IKEA Bar Arcade. Nice, cool. Um, yeah, but uh, so Bar. <laughs> it's gonna be in Japan. You have to travel to <laughs> Japan via Colorado. Maybe um, the uh, the yeah. Can I'm we pronounce gonna... any words right tonight? No, I don't want to. Kulo. <laughs> uh, but wait, hey, we mentioned this earlier. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at this. This is uh, my, 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 my. She's in this game. Where's Kulo? That wasn't even, that's my. <laughs> that was. Uh, Kulo. God. This was announced uh, at the end of. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, there's Kulo. I see it. <laughs> wait, I'm going to. How about this? This, this, this is what you came for. Oh my gosh. This is going <laughs> to get us banned. Wait a second. Wait a second. The core values edition of best of five. Wait yeah. for it. Wait for it. <laughs> I'm not going to zoom into what you think. <laughs> yes, you are. I know you want me to. Wow, look at those. But in braces. reality, I just want to see this nice little smile. Isn't it's that nice? It's very well done. That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> Can someone take the computer away from this man? <laughs> Please. Um,. But hey, this man, the trailer's still on, dude. Yeah, there we go. This looks great. This, this is their second the... uh, Ditter Life character. I'm sorry, King of Fighters character. Right? Uh, Wait, you should go back. Why? Because my, at the end, they brilliantly animated this. Look at this. Okay, she catches. Watch. Her boobs jiggle, and you can't help but look. And then she looks at you right afterwards, <laughs> and she catches you looking at her boobs. That's brilliant. She didn't catch me because I wasn't looking. Okay, I'm a gentleman. Uh, what's yeah, this? What's the rest of this trailer all about? Who's this? Uh, this is Kula Diamond. Kula with Kula. an A. Oh, okay. So, uh, neat. A little bit of a surprise for me because she doesn't quite match the aesthetic of DOA. Yeah, why not female Terry Bogard? <laughs> that's that's where I was thinking they were going, uh, but it's gonna be interesting to see if there's any sort of limitations as to what uh you know costumes or anything out of her because it would seem a little bit out of character uh to have her in some of the costumes that you'll see other characters in the kulo diamond costume as said oh. by uh death strike <laughs> what i want to know diamond. is what is this freaking obsession slash meme with armpits going around <laughs> i don't get it People in I don't Steve, you know about I this. Know. You dwell R Kappa. I don't know. I don't want to know. Things happen. I thought Things R Kappa happened. I don't question it. It's still around, bro. Oh, it's back. Um, okay, enough with that though. Let's move on to our next topic, which is I want to um I mean we could you know what? Let's people have been waiting. This is from Team Spooky, if I'm not mistaken. This is where I pulled this um 
this uh, stream archive here. No. This is Grand Blue fighting versus champions, legendaries. Uh, you played this, you said you freaking loved it. You played so 10 out of 15. So we got a quote unquote closed beta where I think everyone who signed up got a code, which is great, honestly. Not me. Um, did you really sign up and not get one? <laughs> I, I, I got shut out. Oh, I did not hear of many people have that happen. So Damn. take that how you will. But um, this came out. It is mostly a network test, so it only had their online lobby mode. Um, negative things out of the way first. I think that the online lobby modes are garbage, and I hate them. Um, it takes a really long time to get into a match. You have to walk around with your little avatar and sit down on a little virtual arcade cabinet and... It takes like 100 hours to play a match. And every time you win you get or lose, you get backed out and you have to do it again. But I really enjoyed the gameplay of this game. This kind of takes fighting game as you know it and merges it with Rising Thunder, mm. where you have regular motions and you also have cooldowns on your special moves. So you see those four little picture icons next to the character name at the top mm -hmm. for each character. Every special move is a cooldown, and like heavier versions will have bigger cooldowns. Like C versions are basically EX moves, which take like over a second, you know, a couple seconds actually to cool down. Light versions of moves generally only take, you know, a couple frames, if anything. And if you use the motion to do a move, it cools down faster than if you use a button, like Rising Thunder style. So there's a lot of different like mind games and importance there. Overall, it's a pretty basic game. I think there's this thing where every anime fighting game that comes out, uh, people call it the Street Fighter of anime games in order to try to get people to try it. I've certainly heard that about this game. I think this is the closest to that. That's not to say it's Street Fighter. It's not. There's still a lot more going on than your average Street Fighter game. But it is a heavy footsie game. There's no air dashing. There is no canceling of moves into nothing like there is in, say, Guilty Gear or Blaze Blue. Um, there's kind of EX moves as you know them in Street Fighter. Everything is a lot easier to ingest, and I thought it played really well so far. I, you, I enjoyed it a lot. You didn't expect to enjoy this game as much as you did. No, I didn't at all because it's 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 a baby game, right? Like a lot of your Explain combos are. Okay. Is it four buttons or six? Or it is like basically, I'd say it's a four button game. There's A, B, C, and then. What is D? I don't even remember what D does at this point. It's been, it's been a couple weeks, but there's there's it's basically a four button game. Um, it, it's a baby game in the sense that every character is an auto combo, and it's mm -hmm. pretty integral to their game plan. And mm -hmm. a lot of the combos are going to be like you know, down A and then press A A A and then do a special move at the end. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't really think that's a problem. And I think a lot of older games didn't have long combos in mid screen situations either. The average combo in Street Fighter 2 is, you know, just a normal into a special move. The average combo in an old KOF game is a couple shorts into a special move. And that's kind of how this game functions. And in the corner, they get a little longer, et cetera. <clears throat> Hearing you mention it, it's like, I feel like you're almost describing what the Mortal Kombat system, right? The dial combo. Those are almost like auto combos in the sense you just got to type them in and then end in a special move. Yeah. Yeah. And there's stuff like that. And people... There are link combos in the game. There are longer corner juggles. I don't think it, it's not literally going to be you do the same a, 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 a with every character, but it's certainly a lot more limited than Blaze Blue or Guilty Gear, say. So the question is going to be. Is a baby game just to gauge where you're at? Yes, and this would be babier, I would okay. say, overall. Um, but in certain ways, yes, in certain ways, no. 
Like, I think there's more complicated stuff going on in neutral in this game than in Street Fighter V because there's, like, wacky air counter hits and stuff like that. But as far as combos go, they're pretty pretty simple in this game. Um, anything it's, else to be said about it? The, the interesting thing is going to be, like, does going in between anime game and Street Fighter appeal to both sides or appeal to neither? Mm. And I think that's going to be the tough question for this game. Like, are there's going to be a lot of anime players who think this game is not crazy enough for them. And there's going to be a lot of Street Fighter players who still think it's too crazy or that it's too anime. And for me, I loved it. it was in the, the middle, perfect, it'll be you It playing. was the perfect middle ground. But I, I think people are going to have different opinions on it. It's certainly an extremely popular IP overseas. So it's going to be interesting to see if it can survive off that too. But it's the first time a Grand Blue game's ever been released in America. So they're probably not going to survive off their IP here. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, going down the docket here, we have, quote, actor slash fashion dude sponsors Lil Majin. Um, I saw this and I clicked through on whoever this dude is. I can't remember his name. Uh, and he's got like YouTube series. He looks like he's web famous. I have no Luca- idea who this guy is, though. Uh, this is We're talking about Lucas Sabat, uh, who is an actor on uh, Adultish. He is also more commonly known as a big name in the fashion industry, uh, both as a model and as a uh, designer. He co-owns the brand Hot Mess. Uh, And he on Twitter announced that he is actually sponsoring Lil Majin, Mm -hmm. a Tekken player who made top eight, top three at Evo last year. Uh, doesn't really get to go to a lot of events because of his work schedule. He's he's not someone who can take a ton of weekends off to go to, like, CEO and, you know, all of these other events and chase the tour. So hopefully this means that he's able to take a few more events or take in a few more events, get some points, maybe make uh, top 19. That'd be awesome. He also got signed by someone, uh, by a team, shortly after that as well. Cool. Um, I didn't have it in my notes. I'm sorry. Yeah, I saw the tweet. Um, but it's cool how like random people have been coming out of nowhere and like wanting to hang out or sponsor uh, players. What you guys Gra- do? Gravity Gaming. Gravity, Gravity Gaming. Gaming. But uh, I feel like Scar was hanging out with some professional athlete the other day. What was that? You guys remember that? Anybody? Okay, disregard. Um, all right, let's move on to the final topic, which is a big one of the evening, and that is E3. I don't think anybody was really expecting anything fighting game related outside of Smash. They did announce like some random like 3v3 fighting melee 3D platformer fighting game, kind of like in the vein of, uh, uh, I don't know, kind of like Overwatch mixed with uh, uh, For Honor, who knows. But we're not going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to rattle out a couple of topics and then we'll get to, um, oh, is that it? The 4v4 melee game, Bleeding Edge, that you are yeah. linked right here? <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. Well, that's the one. Let me, uh, let me pull the clip. I should have done this before the show. What do you think? I feel like this will probably take longer than it's worth. Probably. But in the meantime, we can talk about Brawlhalla, which apparently, or Hala, which has 500 million thousand active users right now. Everybody and their yep. mother plays this game. Nobody doesn't play this game. They now have uh, Jake Finn and Princess Bubblegum from Adventure Time are in the game, joining, I think, Hellboy's in there, too. What other guest characters are in this game? They, Every single Brawlhalla player is a Russian bot. 
<laughs> Every single one of them. There is a 0% chance anyone's ever played this game. I've never seen it. Not even the developers of the game. I've never heard of it. it. No, it was free. I was I at DreamHack, like... and there was like 30,000 Brawlhalla setups with zero people even looking at them. That game does not have any real players. It is a money laundering scheme. I guarantee it. You know, and I you know dare what? a Brawlhalla player to come on this show. <laughs> I will I will challenge you on that because I actually ran a Brawlhalla bracket at Combo Breaker a few years ago. Zero and people it was played. Pre- four people showed up out of the 16 who signed up. Yeah, it was but like Sergey, Vladimir, and it was like at 10 a.m. on Saturday. <laughs> So, you know what? Cut the people some slack. They do exist. They're out there. They're hyped to get their hands on some Adventure Time characters. Hey, I have that Bleeding Edge trailer. Honestly, the fact that there's Adventure Time characters in this makes me think it's a huge deal. Like, how many people are in on this scheme? Like, who is this? (laughs) Like, this might take down the fucking house. And. All right, let's. I I know about it. So. (laughs) They want to pay me hush money. I'm here. All right, let's look at Bleeding Edge. This is the gameplay reveal. Uh, that was at E3. So this is like a little bizarre to me, but it looks interesting. Uh, I think you can fight in it. It's yeah, it looks sort <laughs> of like a mesh between like like three D melee with Overwatch, and yeah, you know, it, it it doesn't feel like it's in our wheelhouse, but it does feel like it's sort of p- potentially a bridge, maybe oh, like third person. Yeah. Zalbeck oh, Bulb says it looks like trash. We've seen games that look kind of like this. I remember there was like a robot game like this on like the Xbox 360 that, that reminded me of this like third person arena fighting game type deal. Yeah, wasn't it like a Transformers or something, something like that? We just never pick these up as a community. I don't think they're no. necessarily illegitimate, but they they It's like in the same way that the Budokai games, you know, didn't really get yeah. picked up. All right, well, let's move over. on because we're running out of time and we got to get to the real topic, which is, of course... The Googe. Gooigi. The Googe? <laughs> yeah, dude. The dirty, no, dirty just, Googe. Just kidding. <laughs> the character that everybody's been waiting for, for years people have been asking for this character to be put into Smash, none other than the hero. This was like semi-leaked months ago when they added... When they added like the piranha, like one of the patches where they basically added a bunch of data into the game, people found what they were pretty sure was Joker and Piranha Plant who had already been announced. And then they found a character who was like codenamed Brave, which somehow the Weeaboos decided meant it was (laughs) Hero. And they were right. So they know their shit. And um, here we got him. Um, He's very generic. He has a sword and a shield. So is he like, is he going to be like Link, I guess? In general playstyle, because he kind of reminds me of Robin in that he has like a sword and spells. He's the, another sword fighter. <laughs> the interesting thing about this trailer is if you get further, they show four alternate looks for him, and like, are those skins? Probably. But it looks like more Echo Fighters. They look like than... Echo Fighters, kind of. Yeah. So they, they didn't really. I don't know if they said anything in the treehouse. I didn't get to watch it, but. At least in this trailer, yeah, here they come. They look slightly different, um, but they all have a sword and a shield, right? Like an Echo Fighter would. Okay, everyone's so saying they're Echo Fighters. So they probably are Echo Fighters. Here they are. Check them out. No, some of them don't have shields, which is part of why. Oh, they, good point. Good point. You're right. You're right. So they're they adding like four more 
like five more character slots to the. I'm guessing they have the same base move set and probably like. If they're Echo Fighters, they might have like a different property on a move. And it wouldn't be a situation where you could call them in similar to Pokemon Trainer. But I have, no, I, like I have no idea. Popping in there. I have no idea. Like if we look at this little bit right here. It did like, kind of look like they're popping in. But I think that's just manually done. Okay. From what yeah. I've seen. Um, okay. Well, the Nintendo Direct today for E3 started literally right out the gate with this. I knew there was going to be another character when they started there with had this. Because be. this was never going to be the hypest. This is a low point for them in the DLC. And it's almost frustrating cycle. because it's like the, again with the, the 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 slots are few and far between, it, there's a lot of there's a high expectation. Uh I mean they're running out of people, man. Like most characters you could dream of being in Smash are in Smash. Keanu Reeves isn't there. And John Wick. Yeah. Not exactly. John Wick, not Al Bundy. <laughs> but okay, not the, the, from Adventure Time. This is the this is the hype one, right? <laughs> That's so, true. No Adventure Time characters. Let me fast forward here a little. The Russians bit. have not this funded Smash yet. Brilliant. Though. Wait, Go how back. did I miss? Does, does this trailer not have the? Uh... No, you got it right here. It's like they so they truncated they it in this trailer. Just that I have. like no, you gotta go further back because they teased it just in the same way that they did King K Rule, where they, if you remember that one, they had uh, a figure emerge in the shadows that looked like King K Rule, and um, but it, then then when the light comes on it, it's actually King DDD. This time, K Rule is hanging out with the Kongs, and they're in a similar situation, and the Duck Hunt dog basically <laughs> pulls the same crap, but it's Banjo Kazooie. It was funny, and they look awesome. The, my favorite part was when the stupid duck hunt dog starts laughing yeah. at you and then laughing at you and then laughing at you. That was great. This character so, is yeah. super made for Smash, obviously. Exactly. I mean, just like no question. They it, This is one of the characters where they had more moves to use than they could fit in the game, let alone enough. And they this is a, notably a redesign of him that we haven't seen because mm -hmm. there's the N64 banjo and then there's the hideous uh, redesign the Microsoft for the ones. Microsoft <laughs> games. And then now they've made him again. He's updated, but it's a lot closer to the N64 version people know and love. So I think it's people are happy with this. Yeah, it'd be Call hard back to the first game here. Actually, both. Oh, man. It's such a good one. Such a good review. You were a big Banjo-Kazooie guy, huh, normal. John? What's up? You were a big Banjo-Kazooie guy? I played the shit out of Banjo-Kazooie. So I actually watch watched a, a speed run recently and just relived all the nostalgia. Now I'm into Banjo-Tooie. Watching the speedrun of that because it's just it's so it's such a good time. Um, so how many spots are left? There are I like believe two? two spots. Left. And so okay, uh, and you he's this will they will get it'll probably be a while till we see another one because they announced Hero for the summer forward. and Banjo for the fall. And uh, earmuffs, if you don't want to hear what the leak says, but the leak, here we go, says do we do, do fingers again. Let's do the do fingers again. Okay, if. Steve has spirit fingers. I'm saying spoilers. He's also putting a spell on you. Um, so the leak says that uh, the remaining characters are the fucking Minecraft guy and Doom guy. And I don't. I don't I, 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 second. Maybe the Smash or the 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 freaking Minecraft guy, but Doom guy in a Smash game, no es posible. Um, anybody else want to say anything so that homeboy can stop uh, putting spells on us? Waluigi. Exactly. Exactly. That's. I think that says it all. All right, we're done. Uh, Guigi was also. Meanwhile, uh, the chat lights it up with the spoilers anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Duke Nukem would be great. Okay, so uh, anything else to say about Smash Brothers? Oh, 
I have something to say Let's hear about. Okay, so I would have never pictured this a long time ago, but the Smash roster has gotten so big and so expansive and reached so many different corners of gaming. And with Banjo being bought by Microsoft and then now finally making it into Smash, and you feel like there are these characters like King K. Rule and Ridley and Banjo and all these people that we thought would never be in the game. Snake, another one of them. Uh, well, you know who else owns, or you know, like who else is with Microsoft is um, Master Chief. Man, and a new Halo's on its way out in like a year, and uh, Master Chief in Smash. I mean, if Snake's there and and Banjo's there now with Microsoft, why not? That's a good point. Because... You see, have you seen the image floating around of like '90s sitcom fighter? No. Oh, there are some characters in that I would love to see in here. Fran Drescher. <laughs> oh, God. Let's see if I can find it. It's an image. Oh, and while you're looking yeah. for that, uh, I just want to bring this up. I don't know if a lot of people caught this, but... Maybe I, I can send it to you. I think it was at the Microsoft press conference or the Ubisoft press conference that they teased that Here, Terminator is going to be in Mortal Kombat. Send it to um, did they tease that or did they uh, just tease that he was going to be in some other game? So he... It's a meme now that the Terminator is going to be in like three different games that they that was were announced, but... Um, I think it was during Gears of War when they were showing that off during the Microsoft conference that... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, these fucking... No, it's okay. This is It's ridiculous. Uh, but uh, they... <laughs> when they were showing the Gears of War trailer, uh, they announced uh, like a battle mode in Gears of War. But when they were announcing that, they used the voice clip from Mortal Kombat. And it's like oh, undeniably like okay. the Mortal Kombat guy's saying. voice. So, all right, let's just uh, stop talking about E3 and go straight to this '90s sitcom uh, fighter. We have Urkel, Uncle Jesse, Will Smith from The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Roseanne Barr, uh, Blossom, Tim the Toolman Taylor, Rachel, Jerry Seinfeld, The Nanny, Frazier, Martin, Al Bundy, Zach Morris. What were these twins' names? T and Tamara. T and Tamara, Ross. Uh, crap! I'm blanking on uh Bob Saget. Bob Saget, but what was his name in the Danny? Danny yeah. Tanner. Danny Tanner. We have George Costanza. We have Drew Carey and Mr. Finney, Principal Finney. <laughs> All right, who do you main day one? Al Bundy, free, no question. And I think he's <laughs> banned. I think Al is banned, and I think there's no doubt that he's banned. Dude, so I'm... we'll take him out of the equation. <laughs> I'm an Urkel main day one. Urkel would be so annoying. He'd be like a zoder. Did I do that? He'd like cheese at you. boogers or some shit. If I can't you. play Al, it's probably Frazier or or Fran Drescher. <laughs> no, dude. It's all about Tim the Tool Man. And it's not because he's the coolest, but he's going to have the coolest moves because he's going to have tools. That makes sense. And also, uh, <laughs> my vote for the Dan of the bunch has to be um, George. Or Ross. George or Ross, probably, yeah. I would yeah. probably pick up Drew Carey simply because he would be so frustrating to fight against. He can just give himself a million health points at any time. Yeah, just I see that. Pull a number out of his house. Cute. What about Frazier? Like, I'll Jesse, yeah. though, is the sexiest one. Yeah, he just goes out there and bats his eyelashes and you lose. Yeah, All right, um, so that's hilarious. And speaking of hilarious uh, <laughs> pop culture icon characters, we had a question of the day. What type of characters do you most want to see added to your favorite game? Al Bundy, notwithstanding, we got some answers. Steve, could you hit us with the, some of those responses? Yeah, because we had this big wave of, you know, 
guest characters from other other series, guest characters from things that aren't fighters at all. So it made us wonder, you know, what kind of characters do you want to see in your favorite fighting game? Do you want to see old characters returning? Do you want to see brand new characters? Do you want to see characters from other franchises? So we put the question to you. Shayon26 says that if someone wants to buy a game, there's more than enough returning on the original roster. DLC characters should be mostly about selling the game to people who aren't interested in your game and characters. And the only way to do that is putting flashy guest characters in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thujal said original or returning. Very few guest characters have ever been done well, dreading Spawn. At least they aren't palette swaps slash evil versions of characters like Kage, though. Man, this person's, like, sad. Uh, A little bit of cynicism. Well-deserved. Gray Belnades wants to see John Cena in Tekken 7. You Um, can never see that. That's true. Uh, but to be real, they'd like to see Fulgore or Jago in MK11. I think that crossover would be good. Give me his Sako, please. Uh, Abev KY wants, just wants Ganryu in Tekken 7 already. That'd be sick. Who likes Ganryu? Dude, that's so boring. He's one of the best characters that's ever been committed to a fighting game. Who's Ganryu? He's the and, sumo, dude. And I should apologize, this last tweet is from Sleepy Scrub. Uh, Copy-paste did not work. Uh, But Sleepy Scrub says that guest characters from other fighting games can be fun. Just think of the wacky possibilities. Is that a uh, Johnny Cage nut-punching Ryu? Uh, You are correct, sir. Interesting. I think I can get behind that. Um, You know, one, how do y'all feel about those options that they threw our way there? Did you make that graphic, Steve, of Johnny punching Ryu? That was the uh, that was included in the tweet. Oh, nice. They were well, okay. It was very good. I like it. Could I, have used more creativity. I was uh, surfing event hubs. Otherwise, I wouldn't have caught this. And I saw an interview from Jim Norton show, apparently. Although, that doesn't look like Jim Norton to me. Maybe I'm confused. No, Jim Norton's on there with this other guy. Okay. And this dude's interviewing Bruce Campbell. Uh, there he is. That's Bruce Campbell. And he's this whole video is him specifically saying or asking him about being a guest character on Mortal Kombat 11. And Bruce Campbell is clearly well aware of the buzz around it. He has been tweeting about it. Uh, and, and he definitively says, I am not in that game. I will not be in the game. The only voices I've done were for uh, one of these like horror games where you have to survive, uh, where uh, Bruce Campbell's yeah. Ash Williams from... Um, the Evil Dead movies um, is a guest character. Now, everybody, according to the leak, I don't know if we need to do the fingers again, but everything that was announced in the leak or revealed in the leak has come to pass, including uh, who was in that trailer, right? Yeah, exactly. It was Sindel and Nightwolf and uh, I forget who else was Dude, on there. If it was Spawn, Army of Bond. Darkness, Ash, that's like one of the few characters that I'd actually get hyped for. Well, like, Ash, right. Army of Darkness, Ash was in that leak. In the trailer, there's a sound of the of the chainsaw, which, of course, if you've seen Army of Darkness, he's got a sawed-off double-barrel shotgun, and he's got a chainsaw for a hand because he loses his hand. Um, and in this trailer, he even references it. He even talks about, oh, and at the end of the trailer, there's a chainsaw buzz, so people are assuming. One of my favorite mm-hmm. series movies. I love those it's movies. It's fantastic. No, it's great. Uh, if you haven't seen mm-hmm. Army of Darkness, it's good. It's probably my favorite and of Evil, Evil Dead, Dead movies. Too. Well, yeah. but, but in particular, Army of Darkness is great and really funny. Yeah, it's fun. 
Um, let me, can I, can I tell you like my personal roller yes. coaster that I've been on with this from my point of view, as we've kind of been tracking it. Um, cause we talk about this a lot cause Dream King, a fellow event hubs writer is a big horror movie fan and really loves evil dead. And I, I'm, I'm down with it. So we talk about it every once in a while and, and we, when we're brainstorming, you know, like let's do a story about what potential guest characters from horror franchises, he always comes up and we've always wanted to see him. Um, and so when, when this kind of came out, the leak comes out, and I don't really believe because I'm, I'm just like, well, we'll see what happens, right? Then all of the uh, the leak starts to come true, and I go, okay, and uh, that that so it's starting to make sense. And then uh, Bruce Campbell comes out on Twitter and puts this whole thing together where they like like Photoshop him into a Mortal Kombat two stage just to say I'm not going to be in Mortal Kombat eleven. And I go, okay, fair enough. I mean, he went out of his way to tell us he's not going to be there. Fair enough, whatever. Then uh, the Shang Tsung trailer drops, and we have this, you know, buzz sound, the, the the chainsaw sound, and Bruce Campbell then follows that up with a little tease, saying like, "Wow, this is a neat game. I should check it out." And I'm thinking, for those that aren't familiar with the character, and, and I think the actor too, very much, um, it, it's a lot about trolling the audience, giving them a hard time in a little bit of a way, but with very in a very charismatic nature. And then if you've watched that video mm -hmm. of what you just put up the interview, he 100% says, I'm not going to be in it. And and I don't know why people are thinking I'm going to be in it. Before I saw the video, I just heard about what it was, him going back again, like after we made us all think that we, he was going to be in the uh, in the game. I go, yeah, that's just him screwing around with us. And it's obvious that Ash Williams is 100% going to be one of these next characters. It just it completely makes sense. But after watching him, and he is an actor, uh, talk about it on this interview or in this interview, it, I'm I'm now kind of more convinced that he's not going to be. And this whole thing has been a roller coaster ride. If he is in the game, he does end up being someone in, uh, one of the guest characters. It's it's great. It's very good for publicity. And if not, like I, then it sucks. But it's it's been all over the place for me, and I've been following it very closely. So I have no idea what to expect at this point. So Except I wanna... for that tomorrow we're going to get confirmation that he's going to be in the game, followed by three days later that he's not. Uh, have they announced if Mortal Kombat or the NetherRealm guys are in? Um, they're going to E3, right? I haven't heard anything we'll about it. I would imagine something will what be you, happening. What you got, Alon? Okay, so first of all, NDO103 just resubscribed. Yes. So thanks to Thank him. Thank you. 17 months. Thank you very much. Dang, is that a record? Really? Uh, nope. Uh, we had somebody with 19 earlier yeah. this month. Get uh, fucked, Indio. Uh, but uh, Greenies Mortal corrected me, so I was the one that's wrong now. Uh, it was the Bethesda conference, and the Doom trailer is the one that they used the yes. uh, ready fight yeah. clip from Mortal Kombat. Thanks so. a lot for the misinformation. Fake news, courtesy of Elon. Uh, I was mistaken, and I apologize. And Efren is a jerk. Cool. Um, anyway... Uh, so we're looking forward to it. Uh, I'm I'm still having a lot of fun with Mortal Kombat. By the way, I'm really salty that I finally realized how you get those stupid severed heads in the crypt, and it's annoying to get them all. Oh, you didn't do the. You don't have to do fifty anymore, though. It's, it's like twenty five or something. Like it's twenty five. Twenty five. But still, man, and no, I feel like even more dumb because I didn't bother to look it up. I just heard, oh, uh, fifty fatalities on Cetrion. So I set it up to one round, very easy, and I played 50 matches. You and manually did, 50 did it? <laughs> yes, oh man. God. Like an idiot. And then I looked it up online. It's like, no, you have Not to do it in, in the towers. And I'm like, God damn it. Do you have a turbo button? Like, do you have a stick with a turbo button? I do not. Uh, well, you have to put the computer through the, uh, the towers. Oh, you probably already know that. Yeah, so that's what I was doing. But even then, that takes forever. Um, yeah. And they don't, okay. the, the damn AI doesn't always do the fatality. 
it, most of the time. Set a noob sidewalk up to. I, I'll tell you about it later. But you know what we should do is uh, we should play a you know first to three more combat eleven on the show. Yeah, with you using your Aaron Black and me using my Kotalcon. Yes. I mean, you're the king of the low-tier bad matchups, right? You beat me all the time on those. I, I figured you'd be No, 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 I just beat you twice with my T-Hawk versus your Goken. Yeah. Which we will never hear the end I'll of. I'll play <laughs> with Collector. Yeah, how about that? Um, okay, so that does bring us to the end of the show. Elon, can, if I'm... Go ahead. Can I, I just want to mention this before we forget. Uh, Rimaruru was announced as the first I'm DLC sorry, who? character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rimururu. I cannot pronounce that Zuntite. name, and I took Japanese. Uh, but she is going to be the first uh, DLC character for Samurai Showdown. Uh, so, trailer, I will put the link in the chat. <laughs> the chat is uh, having fun. <laughs> when are they going to put uh, Kulo in? <laughs> They're going to oh, put Steve Jesus in the finest hour. <laughs> um, if I'm I not mistaken, our, our boy Elon is out of town. Yep. And he will not be here next Tuesday. Therefore, we don't have anybody to produce the show for us. You can do it. So, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, but we can decide whether we do it later in the week or we'll let everybody know uh, if we go on hate us for one week. I'll be back on Thursday. He'll be back on Thursday, so maybe we can do it late in the week. Uh, but that's that's what's up with that. Uh, I have to I have to go be a bridesmaid. I heard about that. Yep. Uh, you're gonna do your your fudo best. That's been the show. Thank you to Elon. Thank you you're to welcome. Steve. Thank you to John. Thank you to Mike. Welcome back, and thank you to Chris Bond. Uh, support your content creators and people who make maybe a living off of this. Shoutouts to me for hosting the show. Um, don't forget to watch Ultra Chen. They're coming up next. Thank you. See you maybe next week. Maybe not. And they've, and they've got two hours of uh, Sam Show gameplay. Oh, sick. Which does not include Rimaruru. <laughs> <laughs> does it include Kula? Uh, no, that, that might be next week with DOA. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.